Welcome back to Boys and Ghouls Film Review, guys. I'm your host, Sarah Stevenson. This is my co-host, Mike Stevenson. Hi, everybody. And as I often say in the past, um, if you are trolls oh. among you, I advise please leave this podcast. They're left, okay? Luke, move on. <laughs> anyway, so tonight we'll be reviewing the a very good classic, or if I can call it a classic, um, the Tower Inferno. Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno, which was released in 1974. Now, as we've said before, we do primarily horror, sci-fi and fantasy, but we also do the odd good movie that we think is worth reviewing. And, and we consider t- this yeah. one a really... Well, when you look at it, as I mentioned in the past, we were going to probably do a few natural disaster-related yeah, stuff. And, and is, um, considering that fire and sort of like is disaster. sort of a natural disaster, and if you paint it in the right light, you see for yourself that it is kind of scary. Well, natural things can be scary, yeah, scary, mm-hmm. little theory, scary mm-hmm. uh, because, I mean, see, I mean, you can't stop a tidal wave or a tsunami, you stand there and get killed. You get in the middle of a forest fire, you get killed. You know, in the middle of an earthquake, there's a good chance the building's going to fall on top of you. There's not much you can do about it. Yeah, or a volcano eruption. Well, and speaking about that, you know, all those different movies, earthquakes and volcanoes, we might do a couple of other disaster-type movies. We haven't decided which ones yet. Yeah. We won't do lots yeah. and lots of them, but yeah. we, As we a, think's yeah. a good review. Yeah, yeah, we will probably do um, either three or four, depending maximum on... Maximum Maximum, yeah. I, as I said before, we won't. We're not going to make this all about a um, no. a theme. But like I said, we did uh, we did all the alien movies and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So we think it's only fair to uh, do a few of these, not just one. But th- this one is one of my favourites. Our uh, favourites. And one of her favourites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of our favourites. Yeah. I thought you liked Dante's Peak better. <laughs> well, I do like this um, the Tower in, in Tower Inferno because. Um, it just seems interesting, and I like the fact it takes place in a, in a, in the city, and you think in it, a real building, in a real, yeah. in a, <laughs> oh, supposedly, a supposedly real building, <coughs> and it could really happen, maybe. Yeah, it could. That's the whole problem with it, and that, and that's. Um, and the weird thing hmm. is that in, like last time, last year, when they, when we were going for our own natural disaster, a lot of people didn't know what to make of it. Look. A pandemic is not a natural disaster. Okay. Can you move on? I know, but... I don't think anyone's here about the pandemic. I know, but in this movie, when they thought when natural disaster was starting to hit... They didn't. They either choose to ignore it or just hopefully it goes away. Yeah, I'll do my bit. Okay, this wonderful movie was produced by a guy called Erwin Allen. Now, I mentioned him a couple of weeks ago. When I was talking about, um, we're reviewing another movie which's done on a skinny budget, and Erwin Allen, I referred to him doing a few TV uh, series, uh, such as um, Voyage of the Sea, Time Tunnel, Land of the Giants, and they were all done on this U-string budget. That was a, that was before he got into doing these um, yeah. disaster type movies. For the record, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Some of those um, those TV series. I like Time Tunnel and I like the Land of the Giants. And she hasn't seen Voyage One or C yet. But anyway, irrespective. Anyway, um, he did those first. He did the, those uh, in the sixties. Oh, um, <laughs> they were done in the sixties, and these movies we're reviewing. Huh. This movie uh, is nineteen seventy four. So this was so many years after he did the TV series. So he's done. He's gone from TV to movies quite well. Anyway, yeah. irrespective. Didn't you say um, to me the other day that... Uh, what? Never mind. We'll, we'll go for reviews uh, later on. It will on. come into... It will come in mm, when, yeah. way to the anyway, end of the story. Uh, excuse me. I've had this cough for a year now. It's terrible. <coughs> now, directed by John Gilliman, I think is the right name. G-U-I-L-L-E-R-M-I-N. Hmm. Screenplay was by Sterling Silliphant. Now, hmm. interesting this... This is based on two books, The Tower by Richard Stern and The Glass Inferno by Thomas Scortia and Frank Robinson. Yeah, I was looking at the book the other day about The Glass Inferno and it has a similar ending where they Uh blew up the um, water tanks in the end. I was under the impression that they got the ideas from just two books. Okay, we do a composite. 
But that was not the case. Mm. There was two studios involved with this. I think it was um, 20th Century Fox and Warner Brothers, and each of them had a copy of each book, you know. Yeah. And one was going to do one movie, and one was going to do the other movie, and they thought, well, they're two samey, so they got together and did the collaboration. So they worked together to give us this fine product. Oh, mm. another thing about this movie is after seeing this film, novelist um, Roderick Thorpe had mm. a dream of that same night after seeing it, about a man being chased through a skyscraper by wheel, gun-wheeling assassins or assailants. This was the inspiration for his 1979 book, Nothing Lasts Forever, which eventually was made into the film Die Hard. Well, and funny go. enough, when I, we were watching it, um, this movie last night, I also had Die Hard you know, set aside in case if I wanted to change my mind and watch that instead. Well, there which, you go. Which, Spooky. Anything that's a bit interesting, Mike? That, yeah, it is. That automatically I wanted to watch either this movie or Die Hard. And you think about it. I mean, Bruce made a few good movies. Yeah, I've started a few good movies there. But when you got into franchise movies like Die Hard, he made, what, there's four movies? Mm-hmm. Like three or four movies? Whatever. And, yeah, that would have made him some good money and got his name out there more. He was in several other movies. I can't remember what they're called mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, yes. But yeah, um, interesting. So, who hmm. stars in this, Mike? I think there's well, a very big box office um, famous people this in this one. This is, how do you put it? Uh, how do you put it? Star. There's a an all star cast in this. Uh-huh. Cool. It goes on, it reads like a phone book, a small country town. Now, I'm only going to mention the three main actors. Got it. It doesn't mean I'm taking away from anybody else. So, yeah. Uh, but the main actors are Paul Newman. He plays Doug Roberts. He's the architect who actually designed the building. Mm-hmm. Steve McQueen is the, uh, plays Michael Halloran. He's the uh, battalion chief at the local fire, fire brigade uh, in San Francisco. And William Holden plays James Duncan, the guy who built the building. Now, mm-hmm. I will mention a couple of people's names with that, not... not, not Going too far, yeah. but Faye Dunaway's in it. Yes, Fred Astaire's in it. Sure, mm. Susan Bla- Blakely's in it. Richard mm. Chamberlain's in it. Jennifer Jones in it. O.J. Simpson is in it. Robert Vaughn's in it, and Robert Wagner. And there's a, f- a slew of other people, but uh, the list goes on and on. I go admit mm. that this was a good um, cast of people. Oh yeah, well that's what it's all like. Air, uh, airport. Mm, they true. had the, the airport uh, franchise. They kept throwing good, well-known stars into it. Yeah, another yeah. thing about this, um, when William Holden was casted in this role, he got annoyed that he didn't get top billing, sadly enough. But he's not playing um, the main, the main, role. main role. The two, yeah, well, the uh, two uh, main uh, role ones are, are Paul Newman and, and Steve McQueen. Steve McQueen. And, that, and the story was really re- revolving around those two guys yeah. and how they tried to save the people. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, and William Holden was like saying that, saying, oh, not my fault, I didn't do it. Yet there's not really, yeah, you give you uh, yeah. a, 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 a strong role to be leading. Yeah, uh, man. and practically yeah. all the time throughout this movie, he's the one who's out of the way of the danger. Yeah. He should have died in the movie. Anyway, here it's been. Nah, it wouldn't be fair. But at least he, um, like, he kind of redeemed himself by. By telling, well, by something at the end of it. going down he, with the ship. He, can't he, do, he, he couldn't necessary. do much to save this building, but he's going to try and he's trying to make damn sure nothing like this ever happens again. Yeah. Or something, something like some, in, the, in some ways, in the end like of the movie, he does does redeem himself in the story. Well, at the end of it, well, he, no, not he doesn't redeem himself, but he, he sees what uh, a careless visionary. Mm. He or was. whatever you're calling yeah, it. Yeah, but remember yeah. when I he, had a dream and a dream killed yeah. people. Remember so, when mm. he um told when he's someone to get off the um tower and he he then punches him and says that to everyone that they will wait their turns each and and, and if it's and pretty much he says if that he and his son are going to come last, off last. Son-in-law. Yeah, it's like a captain leaving his sinking ship. Well, this was a burning ship. Pretty much the same thing. Anyway, yeah, exactly. do you want to tell the story now? Yes, I might as well. As Let's I said before, um, F- Floyd, um, D- F- I mean, F- what's her name? Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway, She yeah. reminds me a little bit of oh. another other character I mentioned in the past. What's her name? 
Um, I'm not going to tell you because I told you she's not anything like it. Well, she just has the same cheekbones. <laughs> Looks, okay, she reminds you a little bit of Sigourney Weaver. A yes, little bit. yes, yes. Okay, right. Go anyway, on. so move along. So anyway, the story begins with Paul <laughs> Newman in playing playing Doug, who has just arrived on in a helicopter to the tower that he built. He's been away for a couple of weeks. He's been working hard and he thought, well, I don't need me at the moment. Yeah. I'll have a couple of weeks off and come back. Yeah, yeah he was away yeah. in the wilderness having... Fr- bears. Yeah, fr- freshening his brain out. Anyway, he comes back and the tower is already built. It's a beautiful one and it's very tall. Like, like... Empi- like... It's supposed to be the tallest building in the world, yeah. I said. I a think lot that's... like... Um, no, not the... like the Empire State Building. Mm, maybe not the Empire State <laughs> Building. I was thinking about the Twin Tower type tall. <sighs> that... Anyway, so... For its time, it was mm. supposed to be the tallest building in the world. Anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, um, so things are good and the place is awesome. Even Mike here was saying to me that... For its time, this was a very modern day well, building. Well, this, this building was made. Well, this movie was made in the seventies, about fifty odd year ago, and the sets and the design of the uh, building that's supposed to be in was looked pretty much state of the art, upmarket. Everything looked really good. A bit dated now, but gee, it looked really good when I first saw the movie. 50 odd years ago. I said, wow, I love to stay in a place like this, but you know, mm, it's true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so. But, yeah, a bit dated now, but things, things change. Hmm. Yeah, soon enough, um, Doug goes, meets his lady love who's in his office, and they have a bit of a sweet, a, se- a secret, you know, you know what? You're riding the blowny pony, I think she's trying to say. <laughs> yes, and they discuss their future, and, and it turns out she wants to do something else, and while. He may want to look at trying to coax her into um, doing something he wants to do. He wants to do something, and she wants. She's been off the job to do something else, but she's been hanging out for five years to get. And they're sort of heading in slightly different directions. Meaning, that? yeah. Mm. And of course, as, as mm. off major disasters go, things do change. Well, she changed her attitude in the end. She wants to be with her man. Yeah, of course. Go. So yeah, anyway, um, Doug. Then hears from some of the guys in maintenance that they're having problems with the um, electricity. And yeah, they kicked on the backup generator and some wires blew out. Yeah, yeah. they practically blew up. Yeah, yeah, like bang. Yeah, and yeah. So they put, you know, you know, put a little fire and out. And then yeah. they discover within those wires, they're, they're not the wires that he required. He specified higher grade wiring and uh, something above the normal building code. Yeah. But they dumped the guy who was doing the electrical contracting, dumped it right down to the bare bone minimum that would meet the local standards for that city. Yeah, uh, but that the state. problem yeah. is um, the but wires are not suitable for, for houses or, or buildings. No, no, not, no, not for building a building of that size. Yes. Yeah, the amount of current going through yeah. would burn wires out. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, he yeah. then eventually goes to I don't know who the guy the guy who pretty much was. Um, what's his name? Oh yeah, um, Roger, the um, the um, son-in-law the son- to dear old um, what's James Duncan. James Duncan, the, the guy who built the building. Yes, yeah, yeah, he, right. <laughs> he's he's married to um, Suzanne Duncan, who's um, the daughter to dear yeah, old Rod, yeah. dear old James. All the family folks. Yay. Yeah. So he goes to him, and he wants to go over the fact that he has gone and changed the specific. Um, recommendations that will make the building safe. But pretty much, basically, what is is he's I, I, true to story. You know, things evolve, and William Holden, who's playing uh, the guy who built the building, was James Dunger guy, uh, was going a little bit over budget, so he had to word all the contractors there to watch their costs, and they really trimmed the fat a bit off their uh, what they're doing. So what he did here, this um, uh, he's a son-in-law. He, he dumbed down all the specifications down to meet the local requirements, but forgetting the safety aspect of it, yeah. and that created the problem. He's blaming the father-in-law, yeah. and the father-in-law's blame him. Yeah, so, yeah. meanwhile, while all this is <laughs> happening, um, inside a janitor closet, I think it is. Yeah, it's a storeroom um, or something, yeah. Where there is a lot of flammable stuff there, like a lot of yeah. um, canteens that say... Um, 
must not be in a flammable area. Yeah, flammable materials could be any paint thinners, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Old rags laying there yeah. right underneath a power board. And yeah. you think a power ball at that, for that size building, would not have been in yeah, the room. Yeah, so eventually anyway, the, you know, yeah. the power thing <coughs> blows up and mm. starts fuming. Yeah, and eventually... Sparked on the rags yeah, and stuff. And yeah. eventually they, um, the thing in the... The, the maintenance guys detected this and they they thought, think don't notice any no, fire no, in the area it wasn't at first. The security guys. Okay, the security guys don't notice it because yeah. they you got CCTV and stuff and there's no smoke. Of course it's in a closet somewhere yeah, and there's no to... CCTV in the damn closet is there. Yeah. Gee. Who designed <laughs> this building? <laughs> nah, never mind. Anyway, moving on. So, um they are arranging their special um um you know se- you know, opening ceremony where everyone is invited, royalty, a few senators, a president. Oh, royalty. They have and royalty in America. But yeah, there was a senator, there was the mayor, there was a couple other people, you know, yeah. Right up there. Yeah, and and Fred Astaire, who's a con man, is there to meet a nice lady who's maybe to wealthy. Woo, to woo her and to uh, deprive her of some money by selling her a fake uh, document, document uh, share issue or something, yeah. or a bond or something. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. they meet up in the her room, and she's staying at the in the same building, along with. Um, she also is hangs out with a a lady who's deaf, who has two children. They play a particular role in this movie, just so you know, and. Everyone played a particular role in the movie. <laughs> true, true, true. So anyway, um, so anyway, the party goes on their way, and and while this is happening, dear old um, Doug is and with, he's with his man, with one of the men, and they try to figure out um, what's going on. They find out the specifications. They even find, go to one of the um, other floors to look at some of the wiring and found out that they're too hot. Yeah, too much current's going through them. Yeah. Yeah, and they went. They phoned the um, guys in the basement, telling them to shut off the um, external lights. External mm, lights, yeah. because the whole place is blazing with lights. Because they want to do it for a showpiece that night. Yeah. Yeah, to make it look all bright <coughs> and colourful, <coughs> like a like a bright Christmas tree, if you will. Well, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, a bit risky, if you ask me. Exactly. And. The um, security guys, they notice right away that the, the flames underneath the janitor's closet are starting to flume and... <laughs> and one of the guys, the security guys, decide to check the thing out. And open the door and, without thinking. Yeah, and this is where the old man, I don't know his name, jumps on him before the flames start gashing out. Yeah. And this is where it gets really scary. And so... Um, but of course, um, dear old James Doug, when they when 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 um, Doug phones his boss, tells him about the fire. He his his boss shrugs it off and says, uh, "It's just it a small can't fire. It's just up here. It's how many floors away." Blah yeah. blah. Yeah. And so anyway, they call the um, fire brigade, and the fire brigade arrive, and eventually they evac- try to evacuate as many people as possible. And of course, the the people upstairs are the most likely, you know, in danger because, well, well, the fire running is going all over the place. It's it's going upwards. Yeah, it's going up all the. The um, the fires don't normally burn downwards much. They burn up because the heat at the top of the fire heats up and burns the stuff above it more so and stuff below it. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you say before to me last night that it was going up the sort of... Well, the fire was going from floor to floor because it was going up the elevator shaft and going through the existing ducts. It was uh, destroying pipes and going through holes in walls, that sort of stuff. We don't they, they, we don't have that problem as much nowadays because we've got yeah. penetration things for fire yeah. hazards and whatever. There is, it was also yeah. going up through mm. the um, fire exits too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was blowing yeah. up the walls. You normally and, never yeah. have that very often. I mean, well, usually, well nowadays they're normally pressurised as well, so mm-hmm. um, they that will keep the smoke and the fire out to a certain degree. But I don't yeah. think the I don't I don't think the the compressors or exhaust fan things are working properly in the building. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Mm. So we bring that brings us to Steve mm. McQueen coming into the picture. Dun, 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 dun. So he then ex- ex- explains, uh, gets everyone to evacuate everyone, and he then demands a list from the security officer on, 
to give him a list of ten the tenets there because he explains to him that um, that that certain like different, different textiles and materials can give off different gases in a fire. Yeah, like um, wool can give off cyanide or something or other. Uh, ping pong balls, if it's a sporting good place, can give or another sort of toxic balls chemical. To no, they're ping pong balls. Yeah, ping pong balls. You ever smell a ping pong ball and set fire to it? Mm. It stinks. It's hard to breathe. So, yeah. yeah. Anything that would... Um, Might cause a... Well, health issues with the firefighters or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want that. No, no. no. So, um, of course, he does that. And uh, he then goes to dear old um, um, James upstairs, you know, and takes off his uniform so that no... Problems will alert. He wasn't standing there naked. He only took his jacket off. Yeah, things, just yeah. his um, <laughs> the heavy jacket, the um, fire jacket, and his hat, and his, hat. <laughs> and his um, gas thingy, yeah, gas cylinder and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he then approaches James and tells him, "We have a serious fire, and and we want you to alert everyone to in your most in a calm way, so to not cause a panic." Move uh, there. Bottoms down to the foyer, wasn't it? Yeah, I think that's the word for it. So, um, at first he says, um, how serious it is? And he says, uh, fires are always so serious. Yeah, as, yeah, as any so, sensible person would say. Yeah. And, of course, um, he says that, that Stephen Queen says in this, that while he's, he's in charge and anyone else who's so much as is up here out, outranks him. Or, well, yeah, no, what he said is, the guy who built the building, Bugalog, said, oh, I've got the mayor here, he'll, but I'll have word to him and he'll bloody you know, overrule you. And uh, the mm. fire chief said, hey, when there's an emergency like this, I outrank the mayor. Yeah. I'm in charge. So do you tell the people here or do I? You know, so, yeah, yeah, so so dear old James nods his head and realised that he's up the creek. So he um, eventually does tell them and tells them that they're going to move all their the people downstairs, you know, below the fire, so to avoid danger. And dinner wouldn't be late. Ah. I don't think, I don't think they even saw dinner. Yeah. Ah. So, Michael, I mean, yeah, Michael always <laughs> is under Stephen McQueen's name. He goes back downstairs to look after the fire. And while all this is happening, the fire, is, of course, is going out of control here and there. And, yep. Yeah. And, of course, the evacuation, they did evacuate everyone, except for... Um, a deaf lady, the deaf lady I mentioned. Well, she couldn't hear anybody knocking on the door or yeah. telephone or anything. So, yeah. yeah, so no one has bothered to go up to her level to do tap, a door knock. Do a door knock or even open the door. In yeah, do a rap tap tapping on yeah. her chamber door. Yes, <laughs> so it's up to um, the security guard and let me see. And that lady I mentioned, who she ends up going through one of the elevators down to the level and tries to tap tap on the door. Yeah, that was that Jennifer Jones. But what's she playing? Who's she playing? Uh, I'm bad with names. Elizabeth something or other. Yeah, um, Elizabeth Mueller. Yeah, nice lady. Lisa, I think her names. So yeah. anyway, she's as I said before, she's tries trap trap tap, and then dear old. Doug and the security guard arrive there and they unlock the door and they head inside. The place is full of smoke and fire and all that stuff. And he, they eventually get the, the, the mother mo- and uh, yeah. her kids out. Yeah, but the problem is O.J. Simpson hmm. takes the mother first because, yeah, and the other lady, Lisa, Lizlet Mueller, he stays there with the, son, the son. Mm-hmm. While um, while poor um, Paul goes in, find girl goes yep. inside and tries <coughs> and to get her. When he comes her. out, and they they try to find the way out, and but where the, the whole other, place is. O.J. Simpson, where he went, that's there's a fire there now, so they can't go that way. Yeah, so, so they, they got to find another way out of the place. Yeah. yeah. So they have to head up, I guess, or they head the other way. Well, they head different ways, and they end up going upwards because mm-hmm. they, that's the only way. Yeah. Yeah, they could go. So mm-hmm. and they end up coming up the stairwell to where the party was on yes eventually um before they could get there um there was an explosion up the stairwell and which causes a gas leak and it the and the whole part of that part of the building explodes and causes a bit of fracture between the, the staircase and the stairwell and hence a couple levels of the stairwell and is no longer there and this is where um paul using his um gymnastics um, skills climbs down actually, the stairwell. Yes, Sarah said something that uh, <coughs> Paul Newman did his own stunts for this. 
Yes. <coughs> now, I know he wasn't really so many floors up, and there must have been something there, like, you know, some cushions or a netting, a, a couple of metres down that we couldn't see, but... He looked pretty fit doing that job, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Mm. He, yeah, so it was kind of um, interesting that bit. So he ends up climbing down. Eventually, he gets the um, children down. And the lady. And the lady. And they continue on their way. While this is happening, dear old Doug confronts his his son-in-law and, tell, and asks him, tells him, if you've been messing with Watsy Face's um, plans, I'm going to hang you up to dry and I'm going to hang you. In his words, my He opinion. was cross. Yes. Needless to say. Yeah, and all the time, he, his <coughs> son-in-law, he drinks his lungs out. He don't drink your lungs out. He, he, just, he, he, just got, he just got stuck into a bottle. He didn't care less. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he was to blame. And while mm. his wife tries to... Be, tries to be a good support, She, I think that... Yeah, his wife, yeah, uh, Bugalugs, whatever her name is... Um, uh, Susan. Susan. Yes, he goes over and tries to, to console him a little oh, bit. Oh, wait, no, not Susan. Uh, Patty. Patty, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's a nice lady, and, she, and of course, he says something obnoxious to her, saying that he compares her to her father. Uh, it's sort of like a mini-me sort of thing, you know. So I'll look at you and I'll see, you, I'll see your father, you know. Mm. And, you know, and he was... T- yeah, is insulting her, and she's just trying to be a nice wife. Yeah, yeah she said that she was trying to... She came to this party because she wanted to be there for him. Well, but oh, tough. Bugger. He, and he just drinks it, drink, continues to drink. Yes. So meanwhile, drowning his sorrows, guys. Yeah. Meanwhile, some of the firemen <coughs> they end up, two of the firemen, um, head up to the um pat, penthouse to try to, you know, help the um survivors get out, and of course. The, one of these senators suggested to to James Duncan that maybe we can go down the fire stairs. So nope. they tried to open both. One of the door is full of smoke, so and the other no one is completely won't move, won't break open. Won't we'll no, we'll open. Yeah, won't we'll open. We find out shortly that uh, there was a, a a wheelbarrow full of concrete that was tilted tipped over on that landing, and no one cleaned it up. So it was jamming the door. Mm. Concrete will do that. Yes. Mm. And dear old Doug was a bit surprised when he sees this. He even tries to kick it a couple of times. Uh, out of frustration more than anything else. Yeah, and annoyed that he couldn't be there so to to stop this. Even though, what a waste. So anyway, he leaves the kids alone with the lady while he climbs to the other side to get to the yeah, other door. He up through the roof and goes out the top to go, the other door to go inside and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he finally makes his way through, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Meanwhile, the, um, um, another couple, I should mention, um, who didn't make it to the party, they get um, stuck between the fire and they both of them get burnt. Yeah, that, yeah Robert, Robert Vaughan. Yeah, yeah, Robert Vaughan was having... Um, Close encounter Affair. of a nice kind with a nice lady in a his secretary. His, well, yeah, nicely secretary, sexy Terry, uh, <laughs> in a little room they had off the side there, which had a bed in it. Very nice, very handy. Um, and uh, they didn't know the fire was on, and they couldn't phone out because he, the fire was well. Dipped, no, um, he couldn't dead. phone out because he told the girl to turn off the switchboard so they wouldn't be disturbed. Uh oh. And that's why they couldn't phone out and say, hey, we're here, come and save us. Oops. Yes. He Crispy critters on the way, yeah, folks. He tries yeah. to use um, a towel, you know, the wet towel thing I mentioned. Yeah. And tries to get out that way. But the flames are all over the place. And oh. the amount of heat that was going for there, spontaneous combustion, so he's clothes on fire. He only went a few meters and the room is already burning. Yeah. So, and she yeah. tries to get away and she tries to break, you know, break some glass. But you know what happens if you break glass when during um, a fire? Uh, you get a huge fire flame coming right out through the window. Well, the air, the air pressure changes. The air pressure inside the building's higher than what is outside. And... And it says like, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it blows you out the window and the fire yeah. and pushes through and yeah. she ends destroys up, everything and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. you watch her body kind of fall from the window and, actually, and on the ground. Instead of using a dummy for that stunt, they actually used a 
probably stunt person, not the girl. Uh, because, I mean, I saw the leg move like it was a human being, and I go, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Normally I throw a dummy out the window, but it's a close-up, so I supposedly he's a stunt person. Mm. But they had a hand in front of the face so he couldn't recognise it. Mm, true. Mm, interesting. Mm. So, moving on. Um, moving right along, folks. <laughs> yeah, so mm. the fire, two firemen arrive to to where the kids and the um, lady are, and they load up the door with C4, I think it is. Uh, plastic explosive. Yeah, yeah. plastic um, explosive, but it was called C4. Whatever it's called, I can't remember. Yeah. And... Oh. They blow up the door, and of course they explain it to Doug, Doug and and James that there's no way they can go down down that way. Ain't no stairs. Yes, of course this doesn't stop um, James' um, um, son-in-law to try to make a daring escape down, but unfortunately, yeah, as so we, far. you can mm. only get so far as we say. And then he came back up. Yes all sooty and smoky and disheveled mm-hmm. and he went straight out of the bar grabbed the bottle and, just, and proceeded to get totally obliterated yeah meanwhile um doug um gets a message from our fireman michael he explains to him that move the flammable stuff um away from the windows away from the doors and to in the center of the rooms. No, they're, they're going to put a breaches boy across to the yeah. to the buildings across from them, mm. and they're going to shoot a um, something for a projectile through the window, if a rope on it to pull the the ropes over and um, the rigging, and uh, they so had to break that window, but all wanted to get all the flammable materials away so the fire doesn't start around that window. Yes. So mm. anyway, that's what they did. Bit of technical stuff. And we have mm. a, a brief scene between the president and his wife, who... President? Mayor. Mayor, sorry. <laughs> I the president got, wasn't invited. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not, I'm not good with some ranks. <laughs> the mayor. The, the city's mayor. Yeah, 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 so he has a brief discussion with his wife who is grieving that they haven't she hasn't contacted her daughter over the phone and she remarks that if anything happens to them or how they will she look after herself so you must be an adult she must be i mean the mary's wife weren't spring chickens so you know no they were practically um in their well, up the, the mayor would have been up near retiring age, you know, maybe yeah. 60s. and same yeah. f- could be said for her, obviously. Well, yes. Yeah. Anyway, so... You think so. Hmm. So, they've... Doug arranges um, a bit of a lottery. Sort of lo- like when I think of Worlds it Collide. It wasn't a lottery. Well, not a lottery, but... It was a numbering system. Yeah, so he... So they're all supposed to get down if everything worked properly, so it can't be lottery. Okay, okay. So he arranges um, a number of people, you know, to be selected. So it's mostly men's and women's. So he he gets his um, girlfriend to, or his wife, to write up a, a number of numbers, and then they take and get a number and... And his wife gets the f- probably either the first Whatever. ones. Mm. But the point is that that way they they go in an orderly fashion. We can take 12 people. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Right. Next lot will be 13, 14, 15, etc. That's what yeah. it was. Not a lottery. See? I guess so. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, eventually some helicopters were going to arrive to take a few of those people out of there. But unfortunately, during two, two of the women run out there and... And the helicopter heads in the wrong direction and gets a fireball cut up under it and blows it apart. Yes, blown to pieces. And and what a shock! I think you told me the other day that it was those stupid women whose fault who for See, the problem moving is out there. The helicopter was coming on a particular angle to go into the heliport on top of the building. Until the females broke away from the group to run over to the helicopter before it landed, and then the guy veered off to I think to the left, which is towards the side of the building where the fire was, and then a fireball came up and took the helicopter out. Yeah. So if those girls didn't run up there in a panic, they probably would have been saved, and they might have been I'll come back and get some more. But exactly. Yeah. No. So anyway, moving back along, so they eventually do get. Um, they then. He, then Doug gets um, the idea of getting some of these remaining survivors down through the elevator. The last few ones, anyway. No, there was a, an external elevator on the building. You want to see it once. And they couldn't wire it to come up and down. 
they put as a gra- thing called a gravity brakey setup. Yeah. So you went and went to the control panel and, and changed a few things that it'll go down and just take those first four people down. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So um, it that includes the little children and his wife and um, Lisa, the um, lady who protected the kitties. Yeah. And of course, um, the the who, let me see, what's the guy name who's Fred Stairs actor character playing? Uh, yeah, that guy. Uh, memory block. Uh, Harley. Yeah, yeah before yeah, he yeah. Harley. Um, confides to her telling her that he's not a wealthy businessman he's a charlatan yes and she actually really knew this she said i, I knew that all the time i know there's no you haven't got a, a villa in france or you know you haven't got this haven't got that and blah blah yeah and she still liked him because he was a nice decent man no he's a nice decent man who was just trying to be a con man he just his heart wasn't really in it Mm. He is, he is, and she could see through all that rubbish. Mm. She was prepared yeah, she, to. She probably yeah. has had yeah. meddled with con men in the past. Yeah. I like to think so. Well, yeah, she's not stupid. Yeah, yeah, so she must have sold something nice in him. Yeah, that nice. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Fred Astaire, um, I read somewhere when I was looking up information about this movie, I Not found right. out that Fred Astaire tried to write a song for the film, but his effects effects were dimmed to be too old-fashioned, making the way for a newer, younger singer yeah. to that well, sings no. We May Never Love Like This Again. Yeah, Maureen McGovern sang it. I don't remember who wrote it, but the yeah, um, mm. point is that Fred was going to write a tune for the movie, yeah. but the, yeah, too old-fashioned. So, yeah, yeah wrong, bear in mind, decade. this is in the mm. 70s, and the music scene has changed yeah. a lot so, over the hey, years. It happens. Yeah. Uh, well, we Fred wasn't terribly upset, though, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another thing about this music, um, John Williams. John Williams did the, did the, the main music. music, yeah. And you guys know how much I love John Williams. Music. Yeah, well, actually, um, Sarah worships the ground that John Williams walks upon when it comes to movie themes or whatever. Well, so, he knows how to play the right music, the does. right tempo, the right well, mood. the right feeling. I mean, he did what? He did Star Wars, did he? He did Star Indiana Wars, Jones? Indiana Jones. What else? Um, Jaws, I think. I'm not oh, sure. Well, uh, I might have to you, do you, a bit of a research, a research mm, yeah. next time I watch but he, it. He, he does some really dramatic But he does uh, scores, do yeah. dramatic scores, and there's nothing mm. like him, to be honest, out there. Well, except we well, got that. Oh, who's the other guy? I can't remember. There's, not, can't. there's another one, or two guys. But some, but, there was but, a, back in the older movies, a guy called Dimitri Tomikin was doing a lot of stuff too. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah. So, John Williams is probably one of my favourite of composers over the oh, years. Oh, yeah, he, he's brilliant. Um, yeah. yeah. Henry Mancini's the other guy. Yeah, Henry Mancini did a lot of That's stuff. That's it. Yeah, Henry. Uh, he did a lot of good movies, of course. Yes, um, so yeah. moving back mm. along. So, they eventually <laughs> get the, um, s- some of the women into the elevator, and of course, his wife was was going to give her ticket to a waitress, I think it was, but her husband tells her, no, you're going on this elevator, yada, yada, yada. I'll see you later. Yes. And we at first, we, they were going to, as they get into the elevator and head, heads down, something goes wrong. The uh, the elevator gets um, blown off the um, rail. Well, there's an explosion down there in this near where they were, and... It broke the rail and, yeah, the, uh, and the scenic elevator was hanging by the cable mm-hmm. and couldn't go anywhere. Yeah, and Lisa, mm. the young lady, um, she, when when the windows breaks... And she fell out. And she fell out and and all that stuff. Yeah, well, she was... Uh, yeah, well, actually, that, that was her last film role too, I think. Uh, I don't think she died during the making of the movie. Before <laughs> okay, you say sorry, anything. sorry. But I think that was one of, the, one of the last movie roles. Oh, that's a shame. Hmm. So anyway, moving light, right along, eventually, um, let me see, Michael <coughs> and a helicopter, they then try to save the people in that that elevator and eventually they, they put a grappling hook and then... So, and then they take the elevator and and settle it down on the pavement yeah. safely. Yeah, and, and a decent nice helicopter. It wasn't a little egg beater. It was actually yeah. just enough power to carry the uh, the weight of the people in the, yeah. the elevator boxing mm. yeah. car. Meanwhile, the, mm. while they eventually <coughs> set up the um, special... What was that thing you mentioned? The breaches boy. Yeah, the, yeah, they arrange mm. the breaching thing. The breaches boy. Yeah, That's and they start loading women into yeah, the one thing. One at a time. One at a time. Yada yada. And slow process. But mm-hmm. 
And of yeah. course, this is where, as the women were all gone, um, dear old um, Roger uh, approaches his, his father-in-law and says, and says, mm. we are next. And he threw his paper, ripped his paper up, then there's a big fight there, and he gets into this preacher's boy chair. No, actually, before that, he, dear old, his father-in-law tells him that you all have numbers, and you're going to stay to them, and if it's any constellation, guys, he then takes his son by the scruff of his neck and says he is he and his son-in-law are going to be the last ones to leave, obviously, as I mentioned earlier. And, of course, then the fight breaks out, and Roger... It, and a few other guys, they try to get on there, and the whole thing collapses, collapses. Because, because he's in it, and the other guy, that senator guy... Yes, uh, he's the senator he, guy he was tried, trying to grab him and take him off there. And, and the thing started to move, and he was hanging onto the frame, so I had the weight of him and, and the senator and another guy. At least three people's weight on it, it was too much for it, yeah. and the ropes It was one weight. person yeah. per person. Yeah, weight-wise, yeah. They had yeah. triple weight on it, and it just... It gave away, so uh, yeah, well, yeah. well, couldn't have. I, I didn't like the other send the guy dying, but oh, well, he was a, a he was reasonable a nice guy. guy, and so you guys know yeah. he was all, in, not all politicians are bad, and so you guys know, um, he, he was also in Hustler, the TV series that's Hustle. on Hustle, that's on B, ABC. Yeah. If you guys watch. Um, BBC TV shows, yeah, stuff like that. Okay. Anyway, moving, on, moving right, right along. along. Yeah. So, um, Doug <coughs> tells um, Michael about the um, what's been happening, and Michael tells him about how they're going to arrange for the water tanks in the air conditioner to be blown up so it will drown out the fire. I said something ridiculous, like oh, it's about up to about a million gallons, of, gallons water. of water up there. And that could be, there's, there's quite, it's a big building and there's a lot of tanks up there. So mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. So, yeah. so it was up to him because he was the only one who could um, organise the... Um, yeah, the fire chief guy, the battalion yeah. leader, he, he had to go up there. He got all the bad jobs, didn't he? Well, yeah, in this case. Yeah, there's only two guys who can set the explosives and the other guys out there in a stretch about he burnt and you're the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, oh man. And, Thanks and, for your vote of confidence, when, when, everyone. When, when they're telling him about it, it says, mm. well, we've already decided it's going to get done and we just need you to go and do the job. And he said, how do I get down? And they just looked at him. They, and, he, and then he, the only thing he said then was, oh, shit, because he knew he couldn't come down once he's up there. I swear, Mike. No, that's what he said in the movie. Yeah. He said, oh, shit, because he knew. He got out there, set the things, and he's going to be stuck up there for everybody else. Yeah. And he, he, he could die up there. <laughs> that's, mm -hmm. that's it. You know? okay. Yeah, so he just, heads up in there using a helicopter. This they dropped him off. He, yeah. had, he had one of the thermal suits on. Like, yeah, yeah, and he meets dear old Doug there and they start sending the detonators and the um the explosives. explosives yeah. yeah and they then um arrange for all the men to tie themselves down so they won't get floated out during the um water yeah because that much water be like like being hit by a waterfall you know like yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of force in water yeah and uh, and uh, even though they tied themselves down a lot of people were uh, still uh, yeah still, still away running their, away and stuff uh, yeah. no with the guys that were tied down some of the things they tied themselves with broke, like tablecloths and stuff, because yeah. the weight of the water and stuff was too heavy. Yeah, true, mm. true. So, anyway, eventually Doug and Michael eventually get down into the um, penthouse, and they tie themselves to the... Why do you call the, it a um, penthouse? Um, well, they keep calling it a penthouse. You keep calling it a penthouse. Okay, not penthouse. penthouse is an apartment. Okay, not penthouse. <laughs> the um, dining area. The promenade room. The promenade room. promenade room. deck on the top floor. Yeah. Okay, promenade room. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, they eventually tie themselves down and wait for the moment for the explosives to... Yeah, they set up something like a five-minute fuse on the timer. Yeah, yeah, they made it all right. And they had about two minutes to spare, and it's sitting there going... Yeah, and of course the fire is coming out, and it's coming right into the promenade to where they were, yeah, and uh, some of the guys are undoing their uh, ropes, to get, their ropes away. to get away from the fire, and those guys probably died and got blown out the windows with the water and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. so while this is happening, um, eventually the the bombs detonate, and each of the water tanks start detonating. Yeah, the building really wet itself, didn't it? Yeah, mm. it started wetting the place, and eventually some of the men's um, binds undo, and then they start either... Um, they end up sliding it well, across the Well, like I said, tablecloths and stuff aren't very strong if, you know, mm -hmm. they're, if, they're, if they're thin enough. 
and they would, would the weight of the water hitting them their body would actually yeah. call them terrible. One of the yeah. waiters ends mm. up getting crushed by a very big statue that's in him. the middle of the room. Yeah, and he was next to the bar and it just toppled onto him. Yeah, and, yeah, and so. he was bleeding. And he was a nice man. I liked him. Yeah, I liked it when he was... And the mayor died somewhere. I don't know what happened. He saw him roll off there into something yeah. rather... You just see him rolling off and in, presumably he rolled some, yeah. off the window, out of the window. I don't know if it's at the window. I couldn't tell. Me he neither. took him down there. I, don't know. I couldn't see where he went, but he died. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Eventually, um, the other men... Um, some men got burnt, badly burnt and either... Um, run the risk of running to get away from the, the some of the fire. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, irrespective. Irrespective. The water comes down. They go splash, 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 splash. Get yeah. all over the wall, over the flames, and gradually the fire is put out by the, the raging water. Hmm. Uh, and yeah. um, ha- we almost live happily ever after by now. Yeah. But there's a bit more going. Yes. A bit more to go. Yeah. Later on, uh, as they're down on the lower level, uh. uh let me see, um, Fred Astaire, he's looking for his lady love Lisa, interest, yeah, Lisa, yeah. but according to one of the firemen who was in the elevator with her, he, he says that she's died. And he, he, he didn't believe him, so yeah, he kept calling he then, her name. Yeah, yeah. eventually, um, yeah. He, he, one of the security guards there who had Lisa's cat, she had a cat, so she you know, uh, whom she loves very much, and he gives it, it nice to her. It was a nice little tabby cat. It was real pretty. Yeah, he saved it before it, um, the fire got to well, it. You wouldn't want to leave a little pussy cat in a room that's going to be set on fire, do you? No. Yeah, and there was a bit of a precious moment that he felt, you know, I think that he realised how much she loved him and he'll probably become a good man for it because of this. Fred Astaire had met a lady who he fell in love with and he had her little pussy cat to remember by in that uh, night. That's sweet, isn't it? It's just like having a child, you know, and then looking after He's it. He's still broke, though. Yeah. I like to think he, he becomes a better man for it. He did. I think it was, I think it was changing when he met yeah. the who didn't care whether he was a charlatan yeah. and a yeah. whatever. So he's yeah. a nice man. And eventually, yeah. and of course, yeah. um, Patty finds out her husband's dead, and her father comforts her, telling him her that that, 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 did him that he didn't mean that didn't want her to see him, and. He then says that he promises that this will never happen again. He go, yeah, he, 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 he said something about that. Yeah, he said something like, I'm going to make sure this never happens again. So I'd be like, he's going to be instrumental in trying to change the building codes and, mm. and different things. Well, and yeah, be whatever. part of the process. Yeah, be part of the process, yeah, yeah. And, of course, um, Doug is sitting there with his wife and the police, the uh, fireman approaches him saying that we saved so many lives tonight. One day, this many more people would have died you know, in one of these yeah, yeah. these skyscrapers. But he said we only lost so many people tonight. Yeah. He didn't say we'd save so many. We lost so many people. Next time, it's going to be a lot worse, and it's going to keep going until until someone uh, asks us how to design the buildings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doug, Doug has a brief moment looking at the skyscraper and looking at his wife and thinking, probably thinking, mm. this could have changed a lot if if his wife got killed in this thing. Yeah. And so he says, yeah. "Okay, I'm asking. How do I build it? So come and see me. You know where we're all Yeah. Work, yeah. So they somehow de- so they developed a bit of a, f- a friendship. They yeah. did a bit of a bond because they worked so close together trying to save everybody. So, yeah. so the architect's going to go to the fire chief and say, "Okay, what's the best way to design these buildings from a fire perspective?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Try to avoid any more disasters like now, this. That reminds me. So I'm going to digress totally here. Okay, go okay. ahead. When you design a building, yes. Okay, nowadays especially they've got ideas on fire codes and fire safety and pressurized stairwells and yada yada yada. You always design a building to cover. A worst case scenario. Hmm. Now, it's like if you're doing rock climbing or mountain climbing. Hmm. No, I, I don't believe any serious mountain climber would go up, it's like Mount Everest or a big peak like that, without knowing if anything goes wrong, what's the best way to retreat? Hmm. You need to go up there knowing how to get back if anything goes wrong. True. Not You might be able to go back the same way. You know, you need options open. So, same sort of thing. I mean, you yeah. really need to cover everything, whether it's building a building or something else. Yeah. Cover all options. Yeah, just so you yeah, guys so, yeah. know, when we were, mm. we went away for a couple of days. Did in, we? A while back. When? Not to, Well, probably two, two years ago. <laughs> That's why I forgot. And mm, yeah. 
We went to a hotel. I won't say where, but oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. kind of there was no when we were waiting for an elevator. They didn't have a stairwell to allow no, us we to did, walk they down. They did have a stairwell, and I wasn't prepared to walk down the stairwell. And it was mostly a fire exit. Just no, so no, you know. that's a, they, they're all fire exits. But mm-hmm. it didn't really have a proper stairwell it, that could just let you walk no, from the, floor to no, floor the, to floor if you want to. Yeah, I know. But yeah, they, they, they don't do it. It's it's purely off your floor go down to the ground. Now, we were on the 20th floor from memory, and I was not going to walk down 20 floors because the elevator computer wasn't working properly. Oh, I phoned, we, we contacted the guy, say, we're on the floor, we want to get down. So they, they sent a manual elevator up eventually and took us down to the ground floor, and we went out for our dinner or whatever. But we yeah. still got out and we still got back. But if we got down to the bottom... Hmm. And the elevators weren't working totally. We wouldn't be able to get back in the building because the elevators weren't working, and we can't come in the fire exits and go up there because when you get to your floor, you can't get in. Yeah, so, yeah it was yeah. just crazy that night, Bad design. guys. Bad and this design. was our first night when we were at the that hotel, too. First night, or second night. First night. First night. Because yeah. it that was really first annoyed me. Mm, it really annoyed me too. A nice. Hey, hey, we were in this nice motel, and next door, I think. Uh, was Prince William? No, Prince Harry and his uh, his wife or something rather were staying in the building next door. <laughs> so it's a really nice plush motel, hmm. and uh, and wow, and they go, this is really good here, and a nice location, wonderful views, no bloody elevator. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, crazy. So anyway, um, I do like this movie for many now, levels. I especially like the fact its dedication. Yeah, they actually did a nice dedication to all the firefighters and stuff. And I like it because when they do a tribute type movie like this, uh, uh, celebrating the efforts of uh, firemen, um, uh, emergency service type people, we call them the SES in Australia, you probably call them something else in America. Yeah. Another um, thing about this yeah. movie is that 1,000 real firefighters were hired throughout this entire production. Oh, yeah, and that, yeah they would end up for the... Except uh, for the out, uh, main characters, For the obviously. outside shots and everything else, and some of the guys probably helping out yeah. fighting the fires on some of the scenes. Yeah, yeah and, keep probably keep, and making mm. sure that if it was under control, if it was a real one. Well, it, it, it's, it, when you're playing a fire, even in a controlled area, there's always the odd chance something's going to be wrong, go yeah. wrong. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I knew some place down in Victoria, they had this uh, Ned Kelly display thing going uh, at, at some motel or whatever or someplace. Um. Anyway, uh, part of the tour where you go in there and the building would catch fire, you know, obviously controlled fire, to feel what it was like inside a burning building. Well, the problem is, the building caught fire when they're in there. Uh-huh. And they had to put it out. <laughs> so, things do happen. Yes. So, anyway, as we're saying. So, yeah. I did like the dedication where they just dedicated it to um, all the people who helped them. Like the Chicago Fire Department. The no, other... it wasn't Chicago. Okay. Look, not, wrong I mean, um, it was San lot, Francisco. San Francisco so, and Los Angeles Fire Departments assisted and yeah. I think a consultant from both of them helped with the, uh, yeah. with the, um, the logistics, helping the director yeah, the, set it up logistics. properly, and yeah, the um, knowledge, consultants. Yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. um, the parts about where we'd mentioned about um, where they make certain, it real. yeah, like certain, like when they, when McQueen asked um, the security guard about certain gases that will happen yeah, yeah, yeah. during a fire like yeah, this. Yeah, and he said, I think so. I'm not. Wool gives off cyanide gas, and uh, ping pong balls will give off another sort of yeah. toxic fume, and it'll be even harder for them to yeah. breathe. Keeping it um, yeah. the, um, Trying real. To keep it real. And that's what so, I keep saying so several times. A good fantasy or a good fiction has to have a sense for reality. Mm-hmm. True. And this is a fictional movie, obviously, mm-hmm. but it feels so real because everyone's say, well, this could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a real building scenario type thing mm. yeah things do happen so yeah it's, it feels real mm. and that's why I think it's a good movie because the the reality it comes out in the direction mm. and the DOPs and everybody else and the special effects guys and bearing in mind they didn't have graphic des, uh, graphic design type work or other things uh, computer generated graphic it's all wet film stuff and model makings and the old school just going back about 50 odd years yeah and, and just, these guys mm, made a damn fine movie yeah apart mm. from a few technical weird bits a couple of things we i'm not going to say what they were but things we picked up on uh like angling no, no, of course let mm. them find out no mm. but 
overall, it's more of an impression mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and what we saw, we, oh, that didn't look quite right. But it doesn't matter. It's a good movie. It's it's one of the, I would say it's probably the best or second best disaster type movies they made back in that time. Mm. I mean, you had Poseidon Adventure, you had this, you had, I think, Earthquake. You had some other ones rolling yeah. around there. I think this is the top of the pile. Yeah, let's discuss those reviews you mentioned to me earlier. Well, I'm not going to go through all the reviews. Just mention no, a couple I, of No, I'm going to say like. most of the reviews were very, very positive. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, they said, hey, good storyline, good special effects, good directing, good filming, yeah, good acting. So a couple of them said, well... The story was a little bit lame, but the special effects and the fire part oh, carried whatever. it. Well, the story is about a fire disaster. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a slasher movie. It's so, so you got some basic drama stuff going on, bit of character development going on, as one would in a movie, trying to breathe some life into the characters, and then around them you got this building burning down, and it's getting worse and worse and worse, and the action gradually creeps up on you, and get and you're thrown to the thick of it later on in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, some people say it's an overly long movie. I don't think it's overly long to fit the storyline in. Yes. It's a damn fine movie. I don't know exactly how long it lasts, but two hours, hmm. whatever. It's a long movie, but it's a good watch. What was the other review, I think, you said oh. that was a really terrible one? Um, and give me a minute. <laughs> uh, i got notes here. <laughs> I can't remember everything. No. Uh, da, 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 da. Here's one. Gene Siskel from the Chicago Tribune gave the film two and a half stars out of four, oh calling God. it a stunt and not a story. It's a technical achievement more concerned with special effects than with people. That's why her attitude towards the film's cardboard characters is let them burn. Oh, brother. Now, Come on. I th- wait, here's one. Wait a minute. Okay, here. Pauline Kale from The New Yorker. She panned the writing and characters as retreads from the Poseidon adventure. Considering one's on a boat and the film's uh, centred around these people trying to escape by crawling up through the hull of the boat and whatever, and this movie is about all these people being saved by people, I can't see any <laughs> any uh, um, anything similar in the two movies. Now, she further wrote, what was left out of this was the hokey fun. The when what? A pi- hokey, uh, weird fun, you know, weird shit. Um, when a picture has any kind of entertainment in it, <sighs> viewers don't much care about credibility. Oh, but gosh. when it isn't entertaining, we do. And when a turkey bores us and insults our intelligence uh, for three hours, it's a three-hour movie, sorry, it shouldn't preen itself on its own morality. Yeah. Speaking of turkeys, what a you're a big flat, turkey woman. What a load of claptrap. It, I mean, she doesn't like that sort of movies. Tough tits, I'm sorry. But, I mean, she's it, it's insulting the, the, the producers and directors. And this thing grows pretty damn good at the box office. I mean, they made it at $14 million and they made $200 million at the box office. Hello? She's what a, does she know? She's <laughs> a real turkey. Yeah. Now that's a word. And that's what I like. I, I hate reviewers. Yeah, Most of them are negative and horrible. Yeah, especially the old ones who just think, I like movies. Well, not really. I don't even know what they like. And, 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 and this part here, what you just said there about um, when a picture has... About the credibility. It was a fictional bloody movie made to look real, and I think it came across as real as any other movie. Yeah. So maybe she didn't watch the movie. Maybe she didn't pay attention. Maybe she went for a, a, a two-hour-long pee break in the toilet. You know, yeah, and hasn't And came both... back and saw, you saw the beginning, saw the end, didn't see the middle of it, didn't make much yeah. sense to she her. She probably didn't see the um, yeah. janitor bit where the thing got yeah. started. Yeah, Which I, I mean, think this is a key point to the story when you think oh, about it. Is it. One other, Vincent Canby from the New York Times wrote, The film is overwrought and silly in its personal drama. Yeah. Yeah, it's called character development. Uh, but the visual spe- spectacle is first rate. You may not come out of the theatre with any important ideas about mm. American architecture or enterprise, but you will have had a vivid, completely safe nightmare. 
Yeah, um, guys, if you can see my, <laughs> if you can see my hand now, it's doing yeah, a. You got a, a one of her fingers pointing up in the air. Okay. Yes. This is my. <laughs> you can't please these reviewers, guys. No. Yeah, a, lot just, of, a lot of these reviewers are that they can't make a film, so they bag movies. You know, I'm sorry. If you can't do it, stop complaining about it. Anyway. I don't even know who who hires these people to do this. That's a job. Someone's got to do I, it. I don't know. Maybe they just don't... Maybe their editor keeps t- encouraging them to say something negative about it. Anyway, irrespective. Moving on. I'm, I'm going to leave the reviewers alone now. I'm not going to say too much more apart from the fact this movie is still available and doing well. I think it's in Blu-ray form as well. Sweet. Uh, available on Amazon and eBay and probably through other outlets as well. And so, I do like the character development. And yeah. I like the fact we get, um, say, yeah. a few scenes between some characters to give it a little bit of um, backstory. Yeah, and you got, you got like the, the, the boss who built the building and his son-in-law who undercut on electricals created the fire. Mm-hmm. The architect's got to try and fix up the problem and becomes friends with the fire chief. Uh, they've only got uh, the architect's got his own personal story going on behind the scenes. The architect's got marriage is falling, and the electoral contractor's marriage is falling apart because he's got an attitude problem. Um, there's little things going on, little stories within stories. And if you kind of, if you like a good story, as well as the drama and the action of the film itself. It's yeah. got everything you need. And, and bear in mind, as I said mm. before, the writer who who written Har- Die Hard got was inspired by this movie. Yeah. So technically, it's a good, well-rounded movie. I'm, I'm inspired by the special effects and the DAP. <laughs> the, the filming is great. Mm-hmm. All the, the, the right sort of actions. And the edit, the guy edited made a real, really good go of it. I mean, the editing. Agreed. The, the continuity, everything is great. It all fits nicely. It's a good package, a good yeah. product. Exactly. So I'd say 10 out of 10 for this one. Yeah, and I agree. I like the... No, sorry, a- I l- 10 and a half out of 10. I do like the <laughs> actors they chose, despite um, dear old um, St- um, William Holden acting like a total no, child. No, he, he wanted to get top billing because I'm, oh, I'm, I'm wonderful. But the point, no. he didn't have the lead role. It's the same with Fred Astaire, who didn't have a lead, complete lead role in this Actually, movie. Actually, I was talking about Fred. Um, Fred had a long career, and this is towards the end of his acting career, I think, from memory. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time he got nominated for any awards. Wow. For the, for his uh, depiction of it, that role he uh, did, which is, um, I like Fred. I mean, I, I watched a lot of the old musicals and stuff, and I grew up on old movies and Yeah, I watched and, um, the one yeah. with, um, called Funny Face with him and, yeah. and Audrey. Brilliant man. Brilliant um, man. There it is. Um, here we go. Um, he received his only Oscar nomination for this film in all his career. Wow. He also won uh, both a BAFTA Award and a Golden Globe Award for his performance. Who else won awards, uh, did no, they I say? Went, I, I, don't, I don't care. Okay, okay. I talk about Fred. I know, I know. It's just like... No, when you get an old guy who's had a long career mm. and no one's acknowledged him, mm. and finally... He gets an acknowledgement. That's really good stuff. I like that, yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. Mm. so I do think this movie is worth watching, guys, more uh, than it once. It is. It's a, it's a top watch. It's a long haul. I thought about two plus hours. No, it's up to three hours. I think that the fire kind of draws mm. you in to, um, throughout well, the production. Yeah, if, if, if you're interested, in re- if, if you're not... Um, if you're not a person who who just wants to get your dollies watch lots of yeah. action all the time, like a Stacey mm. movie, people running around blah, 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 all the way through the movie. Do you think that most if, of the people who watched it, who reviewed it, thought um, that it was too long, and that's why no. they were complaining about it? Well, the, my, I mean, look look at um, what Cleopatra, yeah, with uh, um, Liz Taylor. That was a long movie. Yeah. Um, some of Cecil B. Mill things. They were overly long movies, but mm. they told a good story. You take something out, you're going to lose something. Mm. So you can't... Oh, look at um, Lord of the Rings. Um, I think the first movie went for almost three hours. The second movie went for close to four hours. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it's a, like it almost have a two-part in one movie. Um, and, and bear in mind, yeah, remember the Titanic movie I told you guys about about which one? Um, James Cameron in it. Which one's that one? The um, Cameron Zero James yeah, one. No, yeah, um, no, Leonardo DiCaprio one. Yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one was yeah, like yeah. say okay, so many yeah. hours, yeah. and that movie has still grips people and still keeps me and on the edge that, of the. That's sh- movie. I mean, on the. Well, ed- continually, everything is. First time we got nominated for any memory, hmm. and this is the first 
acting career, I think, from had a long career, and this is towards the end of his... Fred had... Talking about Fred, um... Wow. ...film in all his career. Oscar nomination for this. He received his only... Um, but I don't, um, here we are. Man. Brilliant um, man. There it is. And Audrey. Brim. Face with him and yeah. one yeah. with, um, called Funny. Yeah, I watched, um. I grew up on old movies and I like the old musicals and stuff and Fred. I mean, I, I watched a lot, which is, um, I like for that role he did for his, uh, depiction of, yeah. for the awards. Wow. The, the film, I don't care. Who else won an award? Golden Globe Award for his performance. The BAFTA Award. and He also won uh, both special effects and the DA chief. Uh, um, throughout the project. kind of draws you in. To the fire. Three hours. I think that... After it's all, I thought about two. It's a long haul. It's a, it's a top watch. Watching guys more uh, than once. It is. It is worth watching. I do think this movie... Anyway, yeah. so... What that, yeah. Acknowledgement. That's really good stuff, Holly. He gets the, mm. and finally, no one's acknowledged him. Long career. Mm. And you get an old guy who's had a long... No, no, it's just like... No, we're okay, okay. I talk about Fred, who just wants to get... You're not a person who... Um, if, you, if you're not... In, if, 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 if you're interested, and becomes friends with the fire. You try to fix up the problem. And in gross period and good at them now, you're going to lose something. Story. You take some movies, but mm. they told a good... They were obi long movies. Some of Cecil B. the Mill things. Movie. Yeah. Um, right. That was long. Um, yeah. With uh, with Cleopatra. Look, look at um. The, my, I mean, they were complaining about it. Well, it was too long, and that's why no. they thought um that watched it. Who reviewed it? That most yeah. of the people who watched all the way through the movie, people running around all the time, like a space mm. movie. Dolly's watched lots of yeah. action. The movie went for almost three hours. The sec, I think the first movie went for um. Look at um, Lord of the Rings. Mm. So you can't well, this isn't directors and this thing the the, the uh, producer it's it's insulting on movie and on the still keeps me on the edge of the still grips people and that movie has still hours and say so many hours that one was like Rio one that one no I'm the United Cap um yeah Cameron in it which one's that one which one. Told you guys about about the Titanic movie. I, and bear in mind, yeah, remember my movie. Um, awards. Wow. For the for his uh, depiction of it, that role he uh, did, which is um, I like Fred. I mean, I, I watched a lot of the old musicals and stuff, and I'll. I'll, I'll